Well, it's hi from us and I hope you're having a good day. And may I welcome Thailand, the UK, and of course, let's not forget the rest of the world. Well, firstly, I would very much like to welcome my friends in Thailand. Sawadakap. And a very, very, very good morning to you all. Well, to everybody out there, we would love to have your input and to uh, for you to ask questions because this is what this show is really all about is uh, participation everyone getting together and making it a real show i know there's a lot of people out there at the moment that are actually missing thailand myself included so this one's going to be a very much a bit of a talkative show as opposed to the last few episodes that uh, had interludes of music. People always ask me as to how I came to actually learn to speak the, the little bit of Thai that I have and let me just explain. The Thai that I do speak is more of a sort of central Thai. Uh, as I say central, I mean central to Bangkok. Um, as opposed to up in the northeast or Isan or Isan, sorry, or down in the south. Also, it is the polite version, as opposed to the more formal version of Thai. Well, how did I end up coming to to speak it? Well, obviously, my first time in the country, uh, I really was sort of desperate and wanted to to learn how to communicate with people. And yet, one of the funny things is, and obviously a lot of you could possibly, your listeners out there, can actually relate to this, is there's a lot of women out there and they're always going, Sawatika. So, lo and behold, for about the first couple of days, I was going around going, thinking this was the bulk standard welcome, Sawatika. So, there I am going around, Sawatika, Sawatika. And as we all know, and people will learn, obviously from this podcast, that uh, ka is what the women say and krap is what us men say. <laughs> Sounded like I had a bit of a message that just came through there. I found one of the best ways, as the same, which, uh, which other countries you sort of go to, is, is to listen. Listen to what people say. Just listen to the way that they pronounce things. So there is slight variations, as I say, between the Isan language, which is Isan is more sort of like the language of Lao, Laotian, I, I sort of call it in a way. Um, they have different words to things. So um, obviously uh, I met my wife down uh, in, in Bangkok and um, we sort of ended up going up and lived up a little while up in uh, up in Isan, where she comes from, 
in uh, in her village. And I actually began to uh, learn the words of Isan, possibly not not realizing that there's a slight difference in in the dialect. So when we used to go down to uh, no, down to into Bangkok, and you know I'd be like she'd be off doing something, and I thought well I'd go and grab myself a coffee. So in language, you know I just go uh, I just want a hot coffee, yeah. So I go hot cafe cup. And they immediately turn around to me and say, "Ah, oh, Isan, you live in Isan, Yuban Isan, and um, Yuban is home." Uh, but it's it's funny because I, I could I couldn't for a while work out what it was, but it, it it was like this: if you want to get a hot cup of coffee in Isan, you say, "Cafe uh, hot cup," yeah. But if you want to get it down in central Bangkok, cafe lon cup. So there's just little changes in the dialect that uh, just sort of like catches you out. And yet another example uh, is when it came to actually food. Uh, you know, obviously Thais love cooking their food and, and they really do like to, to, to have some feedback as well, you know, as to what it's like. So uh, obviously up in the, the, the northeast of Thailand, I get Seb, Seb, you know, is that good? Seb, Seb. And uh, I go Seb, Seb, like, you know, that is good. But uh, then going down into Bangkok, and don't forget, a lot of people that, that, that actually live and work in Bangkok are sort of from the northeast, it seems. They'll just turn around to you and say, Aloy mai, aloy mai. And if you just turn around to go, Seb Seb Lader Hab, or Seb Seb Lader Bo, they're absolutely elated. They are, oh, you Isan, you speak Isan. Yeah, and they end up getting quite excited about it. Well, I spent a lot of my time between, uh, say, between Bangkok and Isan, of course, and gone to a number of places. Uh, and sort of settling down in Bangkok was good. Bangkok, obviously, it's, a, it's an absolutely massive city. Um, and those of you that have actually been to Bangkok and obviously lived in it yourselves know exactly sort of what I mean. Uh, I've touched on it before um, uh, on the blogs with regards to uh, the transport networks that you've got. So uh, you have what's the called the uh, the BTS, which is lovingly known as the SkyTrain, which, which I think went up and around about the I think the late 1970s or mid 85, something like that. Having not been uh, in Bangkok then, I, I wouldn't really know. And then you've got the MRT, which is a little bit like uh, sort of the underground. And of course, you've got the taxis and the, the tuk-tuks, and not forgetting the uh, wind motor sai, <laughs> the motorbike taxis. <laughs> yeah, 
which are great fun and a great way of actually uh, getting your way through sort of traffic. Uh, people ask me uh, about the food, about the food in Bangkok. Yeah, the food in Bangkok, yeah, it's pretty good, pretty good, pretty good. Lots of good restaurants. Um, I've noticed over the last sort of like seven odd years now, since obviously I first started going to Thailand, that the, a lot of the hawkers, a lot of the carts that you see, have seemed to have disappeared from the streets, or they, they, they might be in a particular area. Um, a, a popular place for them happens to be a place called the Khao San Road, but I don't think I've ever gone to the Khao San Road. I might have gone past it a few times, but um, there's just something about the, 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 the backpacker sort of thing that, uh, you know, you, you get caught up in it, um, I can imagine there's, there's, a, there's a reasonable amount of crime and everything there. Uh, it's probably very good, don't get me wrong, Calstone Road. It's been going for a very, very long time. I'm not ditching it. It's just that, um, you know, I haven't actually gone there. Oddly enough, considering we are actually in the centre of Bangkok, I, I tend to eat a lot of uh, Indian food. There's a lot of... Uh, food that comes from, from pretty, you know, all regions of India, plus also sort of up the Indo-Chinese sort of food, which is, which is very, very interesting, as I found, uh, obviously, um, when I went to uh, India myself. As you can see from our channel, uh, Lonely Traveller Productions, on YouTube, um, there are some wonderful parks to to go to in Bangkok. Um, there's one, obviously, one of the biggest ones. It's called Lamprini Park. That is okay, but there's another park that I tend to go with, which is near uh, a place called Asok. Um, it's on the main drag. It's directly off of the Sukhumvit Road, and uh, but literally, you can see actually on one of the videos on one of the episodes that. When you actually walk through the gates, the, I don't know how it happens, the, the noise of Bangkok seems to, seems to lessen. It's just really strange. Uh, I, I, I put it down to uh, the, the high buildings in some way, are, you know, you have an open space and the buildings surrounding it in some way sort of like holding some of the noise back. But it's a, it's a very unusual scenario. And it, I, I found this part when, I happened to be, uh, I was first living in Bangkok in the apartment and uh, obviously I'm not working, I, I'm staying on a, a three, three month, 90 day visa and I'm just walking about the whole of, uh, whole of, uh, all of that part of Bangkok and I suddenly, I got, started to get myself into a regime. The first thing I did when I, when I got my uh, apartment was to uh, to go out and buy a rice cooker. Although, in, in all fairness, there wasn't really any need to because there was, you know, you know Thailand, don't you? Everyone knows Thailand. You've only got to walk about a few feet and there's someone doing food. So, you know, uh, and you can actually eat cheaply. But I, I did buy myself a, uh, a, a rice cooker. So uh, I'd get up in the morning and I'd whack the old rice cooker on and, you know, cook some rice, maybe have some 
Uh, I didn't eat an awful lot of meat when I was in Thailand. I don't tend to. And, um, you know, just managed to cook myself up quite a few things. I had a 7-Eleven, which was directly underneath the apartment block, which was really easy, and I'd get things from, from there, you know. And it, it was really good. So, so um, then, after having my breakfast, it might even consist of some fruit as well. Uh, I'd take a little toddle, a little walk down through to this particular park. And bearing in mind, I was on the border of Esok. And uh, I'd go into this park. I can't remember the park's name now. And I'd just sit there for um, a couple of hours to, you know, maybe even three hours, just sort of thinking, listening to music, what, you know, just watching the world go by. And it, it really was a, a very nice and quite relaxing sort of regime. Now, what is the shopping like when it comes to Bangkok? Well, there's quite, there is quite a lot. If you'd like your highbrow shops, um, obviously you've got uh, City World, I think. Um, you, you've, you've got a, uh, MBK. You, you've, got, you've got loads of shops that you can go to, but I'm a market man. I, I quite like going around the, the, the market areas uh, in Bangkok, which, which there are a lot on certain days. Um, for example, I, I think it's, um, it's, it's, I can't remember what soy is. I think it's maybe around and near soy one on the soup and bit. There is like a night market, a night bazaar market. And they're interesting to, to look around. Clothes can be uh, can be bought relatively cheaply. Um, if you like your, your little Thai, I call them Thai treats. You know, they have these like little little donuts and um, other sweet delicacies, uh, which I, I am partial to. And uh, I must admit, in walking around the markets, I, I do have a tendency to dive into. And of course, and again, when it, when it comes to language, these are sort of like ideal places to actually sort of listen and listen to the way that people speak and, uh, you know, and get to know, the, in a sense, the regional accents. There is um, quite a few fresh food outlets uh, there. Uh, they were, if you, you obviously like, uh, your food and everything, so you fried this. Uh, um, actually, my, my wife Kung, she, she likes something which is called takatan. And takatan is uh, fri basically fried bugs in a bag with, looks like, um, like, like a bit of basil in the bag, really, but it's probably not. And uh, some, some, port, some, some, some salt and pepper. Uh, don't forget, this is the unedited version. And, um, yeah, she she absolutely adores that. So so that's the markets, you know, which is good. Well, I can't really finish the talk about uh, Bangkok without talking about the the actual nightlife and the bars. 
Yeah, a lot of the bars are mainly situated in a place called Soinana, and there's quite a few good restaurants as well there, and uh, a spattering of, uh, of hotels. Hillary's is, uh, is quite a quite popular bars. You know, um, you've got bar one, two, and three uh, up around about uh, soy soy uh, soy three. Um, this is the Nana district. Uh, that's interesting. The, the bars you got a, a lot of sports bars there, and very good places uh, to actually eat and to to drink. And if and if you like playing pool, meeting people, and talking, yeah, that, that's the place to go. There's two bars that I particularly like in Bangkok. One is. Uh, an Aussie bar called Kiwis. Uh, I normally sort of, when I go for my morning walks, uh, I tend to sort of like go into Kiwis and uh, and have a nice sort of uh, breakfast, which is which is quite reasonable. Which is about uh, you got orange juice, toast, you know, full breakfast for around about um, an equivalent of four pounds, and a coffee. That's not too bad. Uh, and the game bar as well. There's a lot of pool tables in there and, and people play pool, but I, I go in there for either like a lunchtime meal or an evening meal. They're very good restaurants and the nightlife is busy. It is enjoyable and you will find going to Bangkok and experiencing Bangkok a real delight and a real pleasure. And it, in a sense, it really does open up your eyes. Well, that's it from uh, Lonely Travellers Productions podcast this week. And hope you also have a lovely weekend and a lovely week. And don't forget, just put Lonely Traveller Productions into a search engine and uh, you'll find lots of things that come up. Well, take care. And as we always say here at Lonely Traveller Productions, stay safe. Love you all.